Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. We are a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is Kevin. Okay, and this is our episode for ep- uh, August 28th, 2019. I've got a little surprise for you guys. Pat's Cast. You're listening to the Pat's Cast. Pat's Cast. Listen to the podcast. So, new season. I thought maybe we would uh, have a little fun with the music, <laughs> change it up a little bit. Thanks to my wife for uh, dubbing over Experience Regina <laughs> with a little bit of fun. So, um, first question: How awesome was that? That was pretty good. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. So, second question: How excited are you guys for this season? I am. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm getting... Do you know, It's it's been a while. It's been a while. Like, we were a little bit spoiled with the last couple of seasons without a long off-season, but um, this one, <laughs> this is a long summer. It was long. I mean, we don't want summer. I don't want to wish away summer, but uh, it was a long time without hockey, and we had a little, nice little taste with that uh, that rookie camp in the spring. Oh, God, it's been a while since we saw some hockey, so getting back in the rink and, and seeing some... Uh, some scrimmages and frankly these guys they didn't just they weren't just scrimmaging there was uh not the blue and white was okay but the sunday night was that one was exceptionally rough i was surprised at but um i guess what i'm getting at is it was nice to be back at the rink i didn't realize how much i missed it what about you guys well i didn't see much i was gone so uh i guess i'll hit up these exhibition games and start getting my fix kevin uh, it was really nice to be back. It felt like Christmas. I love hockey. Training camp is my baby. I've been going for years, so I missed it a lot. It was exciting. It was actually. I was uh, the game, like the Sunday night, and even the blue and white. These guys, <laughs> like even the veterans, were they were putting it out there, and there were some big hits and rough stuff after the the whistles and some trash talking. Even I was seeing it was. It was actually pretty interesting to see that. Um, Dubinsky added out for each other for the whole camp, I think. Dubinsky and who, sorry? Sure, Kyle Walker. They added out yeah. for each other. It was awesome. Yeah, totally. Um, that whole time. Yeah, and Nyhoff was stirring it up. Like It's like these guys can't turn it off, right? They play a certain way, and you're going to get that even in, in training camps. So uh, it, was, it was fun. It was really great to be back. Uh, so... I guess essentially this is our kicking off the second season, full season of us. Tuning in for the first time this year, we'll let you know what we are and I guess what we aren't. So who we are, we we started this during the Memorial Cup. Uh, We've been season tickets for a few years. Kevin, by far, much longer than us. Where are you at now? 30-some? I think this is my 39th year. (laughs) Something around there. Yeah, so you got to be one of the longest 10 years there. So Chris and I, uh, both from Regina, grew up liking the Pats and uh, got back into them. We got some season tickets and recognized the void of a a podcast, took that opportunity, and yeah, we've been having fun with it. We're not going to admit to be expert broadcasters or uh, have a lot of extra insight. Really, we started off as guys within the stands, and and that's kind of the perspective we're bringing. Chris this year, though, has 
you're you're uh, you're writing for dubnetwork.ca which is awesome he's got a little bit more access now um in a press pass so hopefully this year we'll bring you a little bit more a little more in depth and insight and um so that's great just growing this as we can uh just a hobby for us so it's not uh nothing to make money or or anything and we're having fun with it and hope to keep it going as long as we can yeah it's always fun to come on every week and talk hockey that's what i like to do yeah you you watch the games a little more intently like instead of just sitting there having a few beers on a friday night and watch it like watching the game yeah you're sitting there you know making mental notes and kind of just looking into the team a little more in depth yeah so we instead we sit and drink beers and talk at home and drink and talk yeah. about the past and this year we hope to we hope to expand a little bit i know not everyone's sitting around listening to the pats and us talk about them for 45 minutes to an hour every week so we hope to do a little bit of uh clips and segments and get that out on um instagram and twitter and just different ways to consume our content in in bite-sized pieces because i don't not everyone's a nerd like us i guess when it comes to junior hockey all right, well, let's roll right into what we're here to talk about, which is camp uh, wrapped up on Monday with the blue and white. Kevin, you were at the uh, the rookie camp and veteran camp. It was a little different this year. They didn't they kind of intermingled a little bit more. Uh, they didn't start earlier in the week with rookies and then bring in veterans. They all started the same day and and went that way. Anyway, yeah, why don't you just give us a bit of insight? Maybe who stood out to you? Who Maybe didn't shine as much as you were hoping. Well, out of the rookies, Sloan Stanek by far was, in my opinion, the best forward. Yep. Uh, Colby Wadden, Easton Armstrong, they were they were up there. Uh, Bryce Howard, the the invite from Texas, he was pretty good. Yep. Uh, Logan Hauer, one of the list players from last year, he was all over hitting everybody in sight. Yep. I don't know if they're going to keep him or not, but. Uh, the 15-year-old Zane Rowan, the, their draft pick out of uh, Torrance, California, he looks pretty good on you know, as a centerman. Not very big, but he looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. The chief defense, that's another story. Parker Berg, Dylan Wagel, Jacob DeWitt, Marcus Taylor, Leonard, uh, Leighton Feist. Yeah. They all they all looked really good. Uh, some better than others, but. They all they all looked good. They all fit. They didn't they didn't look out of place at all. It's um it's a bit more encouraging than last year, hey? Where we're oh kinda yeah, sitting around sure. going, uh <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess we got a few guys. But uh yeah, that's what I felt too was um especially when it came to the blue and white, some those some of those guys really did not look out of place for how young they were. And definitely. Uh, out of those guys, most of them are signed now, which is a nice Jake Johnson, I was going to say, he he's probably the one that it's that could play this year for sure in my opinion. Okay. He's he's big, he fits, he can skate. I I was glad that uh, Sam Hawk made it. Uh, yeah, to totally, him. hey. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice to see him. Uh he had a soccer tournament he was playing in. Yeah, he was in Nationals, I think it was. Yeah, and made it back for the the blue and white. And he speaking of Hawk, man, he hit the, he He's just on the puck. Wherever he is, it just seems the puck finds his stick. And we were both really impressed. Uh, Chris saw saw him in the blue and white and his back-checking ability. And 
if he puts on some size and we can keep wow he he's got some potential i think yeah he's the one that Wait. stood up for me in the blue and white game like i only saw second and third period that's all i've seen of the whole training camp but yeah he find the open spot puck finds him like i said the back checking was impressive you know with skilled forwards back checking is sometimes not their forte they kind of you know sometimes they like to coast around but you know yeah. he, he he had a really good showing i thought in that game yeah super impressed i agree uh another guy that stood out a little bit was alex bump um another guy that just just sitting down and watching and not really knowing who to look at i noticed him stand out he seemed to be in the plays a lot and getting a little getting a little messy and dirty he was the guy at the end of the blue and white that johnson was fighting i think yeah uh but yeah i think we'll echo stanick um those two goals he had in the scrimmage that i saw were were very nice um yeah really impressed with that and that's that's a nice signing too like we got him signed now and that was a nice trade you trade robbie holmes for half the season and you get a player like him yeah yeah someone uh and we're not here to rag on guys, but one one guy I really wanted to see step up was uh, Jake Snagel, and I just I just didn't see it this weekend. Um, I was watching the one scrim where he was playing, and uh, he had his he had his opportunities to make an impression. There was one; it was a two on one, and he uh, he just sort of he had the puck on the two on the two on one, and he just sort of shot it into the goalie. It wasn't really a didn't look for the pass or wasn't there and the shot wasn't terribly impressive um again i mean small small size but i was really hoping for something from him to really impress us and i i just didn't notice it and they even gave him the chance and he was in the blue and white as well right yeah 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 so they, they're giving him opportunities and yeah they don't he'll get his opportunities he's the fourth round pick from last year so and he's got some size, so that helps. What about the what about veterans? Anyone? One that stood out was like literally stood out was Steven Zonneveld. Guy looks like he grew. I, I look back and they only list him as an inch taller. He's still at six four. Last year they had him list, listed at six three, but he looks even bigger than that. He looked. He wasn't as didn't look as big last year, but um, hey, he looked like he bulked up quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Kind of pulled a Dubinsky. He grew too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And he was he was just everywhere. <laughs> he was playing with a lot of fire in these scrimmages, I noticed. Cool. That's, that yeah, is. that's good. You know, he had full season now under his belt, and you can see the progression that, that he brought. Right, and when we look back at last year, that was – I mean, that's one of the positives is he was a guy that probably on most teams or better teams may not have got as much ice time. And he got a lot of quality ice time last year. And um, if he carries that confidence and that fire that he had in this training camp, I think he'll be he'll be a fun player to watch again. I don't think he lacks in confidence. That's for sure. <laughs> you can see that in his game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle Walker, again, I'm... I'm super pumped to have him on the team. He is he's gonna be fun to watch. Just his size and his his uh demeanor, the the 
kind of the energy he brings to the ice and just I think he's one of those guys that the other team is always going to be on the lookout for. He's kind of like what I want from wanted from Kale Flurry to be that and Kale did it sometimes and when he did he excelled. And uh it seems like it's more natural to to Walker. Yeah, the the physical shutdown defenseman. Yeah, yeah that, that 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 you don't intimidating wanna, guy. Yeah, intimidating. You don't want to skate down his side because you know you're going to take a hit. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, he's, yeah. it's not going to be pretty. Like, he's going to rough you up. Yeah. Totally agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we put out the same question to Twitter. We had a few responses here. Scott, he was excited for Stanek and Howard. Jake Johnson as well. And Colby, we're going to go with Vuk. I think sure right. We're we're saying it's a German name, uh, <laughs> so kind of like Vol- Volkswagen. <laughs> so we're gonna go with uh, Vuk and agree. Uh, I think he impressed impressed most of us. Uh, Colby, that is. Matt Rowe came back with Stanek as well. Tyson Feist in the blue and white felt he was he was the uh, the best veteran out there. And yeah, some, something we haven't talked about is the goaltenders. He he recognized keeper. Uh, and I did too. I I quite liked Keeper. Um, so he's not someone we'll probably see this year, of course. But looks like something coming up. Not a bad goaltender to have on our team. Yeah, it's nice to have a young goalie. We're a little lacking in the goalie department. Uh, you know, signed guys wise, we got Paddock and McNabb as 19s, Pizenti's an 18, and then Keeper's a 15. So there's a there's a two-year gap there of no goalies, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be uh, a little, you know, might have to add from externally. Uh, Jackson Dilla, I've heard good reviews the last couple of training camps. You know, he would have been a good guy to slot in. Yeah, in yeah. that intermediate or in between those two age groups there, but uh, he didn't come this year, and with him being american it's probably unlikely he's coming now so we're going to get into signings but first before we do that as a member of the saskatchewan podcast network we are supported by connexus connexus credit union is all about their members improving their financial well-being drives everything they do chris are you with a are you with a credit union or are you with you a, no. with a big bank i'm with a credit union I, all these people with big banks i don't get it when i watch the news and i see oh this bank posted a $7 trillion profit. I think, what? Why would I want to be part of that? So anyways, uh, that's just not something that Connexus says. It's something they promise that's delivered by over 900 employees across Saskatchewan. Their employees are members too, and they've been there. So they're committed to making your money work for you. The banking industry needs to change, and Connexus is changing it for everyone because Connexus cares. So visit connexus.ca to learn more. Okay, let's get on to the signings. So out of this training camp, we had five signings. Um, so everyone's pretty happy, I think, about the first one, the Sloan Stanek. Uh, impressed everyone. So I think we're we're all in agreement to see that. And um, so the other signing, we didn't talk about it, but he was impressive. Um, Paul House out of Saskatoon. He was, uh, he was just a list player, right? Yeah, just listed him in yeah. this spring. Yeah. Um, I uh, I highlighted his name on my article on the training camp kind mm-hmm. of preview. Yeah, he's had a couple of really good seasons. 
uh, in Bantam and then in Midget as well. So yeah. it's a yeah. nice list pickup and, you know, he could turn into something. You got to have those guys, you know, diamonds in the rough. Like uh, he's uh, 17 already. So, and uh, uh, I mean, looking at his stats, it's surprised no one else picked him up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He might have been listed by somebody else and maybe he got dropped, but the Pats picked him up this year and, you know, he's. He's he'll be pushing for a rush spot this year, definitely. I think. Yeah. Uh, other si- other signings: Weagle, uh, draft pick out of last year, out of Saskatoon, and Parker Berg. Uh, he was he really impressed me in in the camp. Uh, I was really happy with his play. And then finally, Dewitt. Uh, I think they see something with him. He's got a, a lot of size already, and. Uh, yeah, I was, from what I saw, I'm happy with all these these signings, and yeah, that's great, great movement for the team. So yeah. with all these signings, um, I mean, some of the, the, most of these guys won't be playing this year, but we need to start looking at our our lineup. Um, it's not quite as cut and dry as it was last year. We f- think there's probably a few players on the bubble here that. Uh, then last year for sure would have been on the team, but again, we're getting a little bit more depth after this rebuild and, and some good drafts over the last couple of years. So, um, Chris, you've got that all lined up. Why don't you? Well, yeah, you look, you look at our forward depth group here. You got three twenties up four up front. You got four 19 year olds and you got four more 18 year olds. So that's 11 right there. And then you look at Cole Dominski. Well, he's, basically guaranteed a spot so there's 12 forwards right there yep. and then you got three other 17 year old sanders Englot, and paulus so like so i Englot mean was missing from training camp yeah so you know you're not you're not guaranteeing any of these spots like delorme like the guy that we just picked up like yeah. he yeah. you know he didn't have the greatest stats last year so he's he's a bubble player i think as a as a 19 year old yeah like there's no point in having a 19 year old that isn't going to produce you'd rather have a 17 year old get some minutes even a 16 year old stanick yeah get a a year like dubinsky had last year right get him ice time get mm-hmm. him a few goals mm-hmm. get him some experience so you know like him Englot, like, yeah, we don't know what he is. We haven't seen him yet in person. Yeah. Um, you know, Blake Allen, is he going to produce enough to stay on the, on, get enough minutes, right? I could, I think Allen's a bit of a bubble player right now. Um, just, I mean, the same, same rationale you had for, uh, Delorme. Yep. Yeah. Kevin, uh, any insight on, on the Fords this year? What are you thinking? I'm not disagreeing with anything you guys just said there. <laughs> That's why we <laughs> like you, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, like I I heard on Delorme, I heard, you know, he, I can't remember where he was last year. Was it, he had a really good training camp, you know, really showed well, but he just didn't produce in the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Portland. It? Portland. Okay. There you go. And, so is he gonna is he gonna stick around or is he gonna be that the guy we picked up last year at the draft and then he didn't even play a game a regular season game with us? Gurney, Gurney, Justin Gurney, like <laughs> yeah, he played then, one. Oh, he played, he one. played one. Okay, Did he? okay. And then yeah. 
then Vancouver picked him up and they thought highly of him. Or Everett. Everett? Everett. Everett. Yeah. Everett? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? So there's uh, some tough decisions to make. Uh, so that's the forwards. What about defense? Well, defense, you know, you got Walker is the old guy at 19. Yeah. You got Feist, Setoff, Zonneveld, Evans. And then you got Mitchell and McGinley. So there's seven D-men. yeah. And then with those signings, you got Johnson, Taylor, Weagle, and Berg yeah. as the 16-year-olds that yeah. would be pushing for a spot. Yeah. I mean, I like our depth, the young depth there. And then we got Feist and DeWitt signed as 15-year-olds. So I think our D core is going to be looking good in a couple of years. Yep. I mean, it's not bad now. Like, you like Walker, Setoff, Evans, Feist. Like, Zonneveld, yeah, he's... He's gonna be the third pairing, but yeah, I mean it's it but looks decent. I mean, yeah, we're seeing these guys, and these are all guys that played a lot of time last year. Yeah, right. So yeah, they got a lot of minutes last year. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm, that's awesome. Um, and then goaltenders, we're looking at uh, D McNabb and and Max Paddock. <clears throat> one of the one of the thoughts going into this is. Do they keep both? No, there's no point in keeping no. both. They no. have to trade one. Oh. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, exactly, right? We'll see right. when that goes down and who I just, it is. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, I don't know if Pazenti's good enough. Like, he can back up, but I don't know. Do you? Yeah. He, yeah, I'm not sure with the goaltender situation behind Pazenti either. Him and, him and Down, I'm not too sure about. That's the only kind of issue I have with this, with our team right now. But I guess if it's Paddock, you hope McNabb stays healthy, right? Maybe hang on to Paddock as long as you can, close to uh, yeah, trade deadline. He's going to give you the most value. I think so. Just with his his Memorial Cup experience, I think speaks highly, right? And um, if it's someone like Kelowna looking for a goaltender... Well, they need one, so. Yeah, yeah. So, um, otherwise, uh, now the lineup's done, what are you guys, what are you thinking for the year? What's your predictions here? Wins, losses. Well, 19 last year. <laughs> yeah, so, so think, it can't get too much worse. No, I think we'll improve on that. Uh, I don't know, I think that, think we can hit 30 I, that's that's my yeah that's what i was thinking exactly 30 Kevin, so i was thinking 30 to 35 30 yeah. to 35 okay well there's yeah. that's i mean this the, yeah the division isn't going to be great this year mm-hmm. you think yeah. about it moose jaws down pa will be down Saskatoon's going to be good yeah i Obviously, think Saskatoon's going to be the top they're going to be top two in the conference i think we don't get to beat up on Swift as much this year. No. Even though I think we were 500 against them last year. Yeah. <laughs> and then Brandon, I don't know. I thought Brandon was going to be better last year, but they weren't. So I don't know what to think about Brandon this year. Speaking of Brandon, did you hear Matthäus had testicular cancer? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's sad news. I heard it. he's Jerry recovering, Hill. but uh, yeah, I just heard that. It was kind of sad to hear, but... Uh, for anyone that hasn't heard, yeah, I think things are going well. Yeah, not to be a downer, but <laughs> just reminded me of that. I know, guy's 20 years old, and like, it's, 
it seems like every every day here somebody you know or somebody who know you know knows somebody that has cancer now it's it's unreal so all the gentlemen listening to this check your nuts that's our <laughs> psa for public service announcements for this this episode um yeah no i'm thinking 30 so maybe just yeah, if they can get to 30 34 and be a potential playoff yeah, team yeah i, I don't I know if that's good enough to get I a think wild the centrals, card yeah i think the central's gonna be strong again this year right they're gonna be pretty e- even yeah you know like they were last year yeah oh then there's winnipeg i totally forgot about winnipeg in our division now i they should be better be better for sure well savoy can play uh who knows if, is that not for sure yet? i i don't know what his deal uh-huh. is or what their deal is with him I thought it was like 50 games. Uh, I don't know. I think that's just rumor. Oh. <laughs> we'll uh, see. Yeah, I guess. Hey. Okay. Well, another, that's predictions. Another new thing this year is the New Jersey. We always like our Jersey talk here too. Um, if you were at the blue and white, you got a, maybe a bit of a chance to see they had one for, for uh, the auction or not auction, uh, Jersey draw, which of course I didn't fucking win again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, would be sick if I tallied up how much I put into those damn jersey draws. I could have bought some very nice jersey by now, I'm pretty sure. I don't know, initial impressions that I've heard from other people, these new, it was a quick light they're called, not terribly, terribly impressive. But uh, I don't know, the whole CHL is going to them. Yeah, and AHL's had them for a whole year. Yeah. Oh, just lighter. I don't think the crest is quite as thick and a little more streamlined. Okay. Not, no big changes to ours except the collar. They all get the yeah. fancy looking yeah, collar. Kind of a, yeah. But, you know, I've seen some other teams, they've changed up a bit. And I don't, are, are we the only ones or is it all of them that have that? They have like string. I think all they all have okay. it now. Okay. Cape Breton, they, they were the Screaming Eagles. Yeah. They changed it up just to the Eagles. Okay. It's a whole redesign there. Uh, Erie, they kind of went back to an old logo. So uh, Sarnia released one today. Sarnia, yeah, yeah. They got rid of their college-looking jersey with Sarnia across it and went with their logo on both jerseys. See, I, I like the college look. I like the, the diagonal. Yeah, I don't they, like... They went to like a an anim- like a cartoon. Yeah. I don't I don't dig the cartoons. <laughs> yeah, they had that on their other jersey. They just had the black... Oh. Okay. Sarnia, and then they had the white logo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm more traditional, I guess. Go Wrapping up here, one of the major missing pieces that we noticed and want to talk about at training camp was our imports. Uh, we had, well, set off. Is, he's, still w- he's still part of the team, but uh, any insight? <laughs> I'm hearing rumors that it was... Uh, visa issues? Visa so I haven't heard yeah. anything else. Yeah, I follow. I heard on paperwork. I- What's that? I heard paperwork issues. These okay. issues. Okay. Uh, I w- I do follow him on Instagram, and he he's been posting his training videos and stuff. So he's he's skating and he's fine. I know. In the spring, I saw him. He had a cast on his arm. So whatever that was is obviously not a problem anymore. He's uh he's fine. He's ready to go. Just I guess getting over here is the the next step and then our our touted import draft pick Gushin um still not signed 
kind of disappointing. Well, not that he wasn't signed. He didn't even show up to camp, <laughs> which was unfortunate. Yeah, I, I, there's been you know, crickets. With, yeah, with the with the pick that we had, do you think the the import draft is isn't really draft? It's it's more like who's the best player you think you can get to come here, right? So obviously, there's some talk beforehand there has to be they i I'll guaranteed there is especially at the top end of the draft yeah, yeah. at the bottom end of the draft you're just kind of maybe yeah. picking some guy yeah but for the best. yeah exactly yeah hopefully a guy comes that you've exactly. heard that he might be good with, we would we would have thought there would have been conversation with this guy yeah and you think that at least he's going to show up to camp and give yeah. us a shot right yeah with him not showing up that's it's pretty disappointing but I, I've read that Paddock's, they're trying everything they can to woo him to come, but I mean, that's, that's tough. And, and Paddock was batting a thousand. He signed every import pick he's, he's made. So what what are your thoughts, Kevin? I was disappointed he wasn't, he wasn't here, but it is what it is. Can't do anything about it. Hopefully they can get him to come because he's going to be in North America from what we understand. Yeah. Yeah. He Maybe played here last year, right? So. Yeah, he played in Muskegon. So, so hopefully, I don't know if he's still interested in staying there, like, or he or he wants he's gonna be there, so. okay, and maybe he wants to go college route. I, who knows, right? That that seems to be more and more of an option for Europeans. They come over and play the USHL and then go to school. I mean, at least we're not hooped like Moose Jaw. They're they're they are so screwed. <laughs> like I don't know, you pick a Swedish goaltender. First of all, Swedes don't come here to begin with. Yeah. And then you pick a Swedish goaltender that's really good, and he's like, yeah, no, not a chance. <laughs> and their other goalies just had hip surgery, so he's out. Oh, yeah. He's out for a while. They literally yeah. have nobody in goal. So at least we're not Moose Jaw. <laughs> uh, your Yurimko guy, he, he signed pro in Russia. Oh, yeah, after they like, traded. He's the big pickup for the Wu trade, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least we're not Moose Jaw. That, yeah. that counts for a lot of things, not just... <laughs> not just junior hockey. <laughs> who, who said that Swedes don't come over? Not who, that they, who said that? I said that. Not that they don't come over, but it's Yeah, we had him. But I mean you look at the the numbers, like it's the Russians, the Czechs, the Finns. But not many Swedes come over. Ricard Ricard Blitzstrand came here. Yeah. So you got you got the historian here. Yeah, he's exactly. gonna know. He's gonna call me out on my <laughs> errors, right? Yeah. But I think you look at the numbers overall. Yeah. Swedes don't come over too often. Yeah, they they all all the ones that were drafted have come here. So yeah, to Regina, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Regina. Russians are the ones that are the question marks usually. So yeah, well, every Euro draft is questionable. So. But this guy's already here. It's not I like know, he's... That's, that's why I was even more pumped about it because he's already in North America. Like, yeah. you don't have to convince him to come to North America. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And one topic we haven't got to talk about since we haven't done an episode since it was announced was the outdoor game. Uh, I think we all predicted. I wouldn't say... Well, I, I expected it, you know. Yeah, not we, a surprise. Yeah, not a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Awesome to hear. One of the things that was a surprise was the cost of this. I was sitting there thinking, okay, season tickets holders, you're not going to get it. And tickets are going to be, I don't know. I, 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 I'm I, just so pleasantly surprised that an $18.50 price point 
for this game is just and i think i think the argument is or the, the rationale is when they tried to do this last time they were footing the bill for everything and bringing in the ice and all the other stuff and here they're just taking on to the the nhl and uh i think that's why they yeah bring they're the literally down. getting it for free yeah basically right so so to be able to do i mean it's less than a normal game almost yeah <laughs> i mean and it was $25 in Calgary in 2011. So it yeah. went down in price. Like that's, yeah, I was thinking about 25. I was thinking maybe 30 bucks, but 1850 taxes, fees. I, in. So huge props to the, to the, the Pats for doing that. Uh, I mean, their track record isn't <laughs> awesome for value. You know, they, they seem to be trying to nickel and dime things everywhere between that parking that, that's a thing again this year is it yeah. and the do you see the, email? the pats what was the lounge or whatever oh, you yeah. <laughs> forgot about that the ten, well, yeah yeah they always seem I to be know. trying to make some money so i'm i gotta give them credit on that that was really pretty awesome so are you yeah. going to the nhl game kevin no no i'm either <laughs> yeah no. i'm not either no no but that's okay. You were thinking of maybe volunteering. Yeah, they're they're still looking volunteers, and I just, I just I'm not willing to pay to go to it. So I don't know. Maybe I'll put my name into volunteer and see part of the see game. what I can do. Yeah, yeah. But no, super happy with that. that yeah, hopefully, hopefully year. there's a good turnout. Tickets go on sale. I think tomorrow, possibly to the public. Eighteen fifty. You can't really go wrong. It's October. It's not January or February. Like the weather. At the coldest, it's not going to be that cold. Nope. It'll be awesome. Definitely. One thing I got to give a shout out to, I don't know if it was public knowledge yet at that time, but OHL fanboys, they're no more, unfortunately. Yeah. They they were the go-to for my OHL weekly news. Like, Steve and Brian would just shoot the shit for the first 20 minutes, and, you know, you get up 20 minutes every week, you keep in the loop of the OHL. Yeah. yeah. They've they've shut it down. They've had they've run their course and they're moving on to bigger and better things or whatever they want to do. But uh, yeah, it was it's a little disappointing to hear that. But uh, yeah, it sounded like they had run their course and the news and notes and weekly recap, and then they had the interview second mm-hmm. half. You know, yeah, and they were it was good. They had a good yeah, they had rapport. Good, yeah, exactly. They they really <laughs> they, they really went thing. back and forth. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't know. You might be hearing from Steve here soon from us. Yeah. He might be coming out here. Yeah. He might be making another appearance on our show again. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, excited to be back. Excited for the second season. We got a few extra things in the works for this year. Uh, a little more maybe interactive, a little more video, bite-sized type stuff for you guys. And yeah, I just hope to keep growing and uh, interacting with you guys. So give us a follow. If you're not uh, at at WHL Patscast on both Instagram and Twitter, I think we have a Facebook page that's mostly to interact with Rod Peterson Show. Yeah, yeah, the Rod Peterson Show. Um, there is a good Facebook group. It's Regina Pat's Hot Takes. Yeah, started I by Jared Dumba. Jared, so yeah, Jared's running that. Lots of good uh, Pat's chat in there. Where I'm, I uh, I'm in there often. Um, yeah, remember, yeah. just subscribe, and then you get it every week. Yeah. And rate us if you think we're okay. If not, oh, well. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well. 
but uh no give us feedback too we like hearing yeah like the through feedback. twitter um that's awesome when you guys respond it it's a lot of fun interacting with people and yeah you might even see us at the game doing some stuff with our cameras and whatnot <laughs> and if you are if you see us just come over and say hey it'd be fun to uh kind of get those uh in the moment discussions and interactions with people kevin do you have any, anything you want to plug no not really no you, you still running the historian yeah follow kevin at the blue liner yeah yeah kevin right. uh tweets some some pretty interesting i know you were tweeting out some old training camp rosters those are always kind of neat to look back at and and stuff For like sure. that so yeah follow kevin at the blue liner on twitter Okay, well, we'll sign off for the week. Once the season gets going, we do our weekly yeah. weekly show, but uh, preseason maybe not quite as frequent. So we'll see you guys at the rink, and go Ducks. Yeah, opening day, <laughs> Saturday. <laughs> That's our other passion is Oregon Ducks, and uh, big game right. this weekend. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. Good night.